Hello and welcome to the I'm Walking Here podcast. Come and listen as some idiots talk about sports and give their takes for a while. Welcome to another episode of I'm Walking Here. I'm your resident vassal, as always, Ian Cusick. Join my good friend, as always, the New Yorker, Bryce Olds. Bryce, how you doing tonight? I'm kind of just like, I'm kind of tired. Um, Long week? Yeah, and like, I am a bit excited because this is the first episode in a long time that I'm not going to have to scrounge through. So, it's a it's good day. It, it, is, it is good day. Yeah, uh, you know that's crazy. I, I wonder if people know why, uh, what that what that means. They they do know what that means. I've mentioned the two year episode already. Well, I mean, it's uh, it's ready. It's in the drafts, actually. Yeah, that's crazy. Like, it's already ready. I did a little too good. <laughs> yeah. So uh, tomorrow's gonna be the eighth. Well, it's gonna be the eighth of this. Oh, well, it's uh, yeah. It's the eighth right now, actually. Yeah. So. Uh... A week and two days from the day this episode goes up. That is our, actually, um, it's funny enough, a first day of classes for me. Damn, you guys are starting mad early then. Yeah, a week earlier than usual. Because uh, that's the day I go back. No, no, that's a week before the day I go back. Oh my god. You don't even go back to the 24th? Yeah, and like that's earlier than normal, like... We usually go back around, like, the uh, 20... I feel like... You know what's funny? You know what's funny? I feel like that's a northeastern thing. Because up here, where I've lived my whole life in New York, we never started before Labor Day. Ever. Uh, yeah, no, most of the... Uh, most of, like, the uh, state schools, so, like, I know URI, uh, UMass, things like that, they don't start until after Labor Day. But they're all... We never did either. Until... They also stay in school until, like, mid to late March, or mid to late May, rather. We're, we're out by, like, the beginning of May, and uh, this year we, we were actually going to be out by, like, the end, a little bit before the end of April. We got out crazy early this year, but, of course, I was home after mid-March. Mid yeah. I don't know, it's weird. Yeah, no, that is that is pretty weird that you guys are starting so early. But uh, you're you're well, moving out soon. You're gonna be heading out. This is the last episode of IWH for a long time and I'm recording in my home. That's gonna be kinda weird. It is I mean, actually I I talked to you off camera but uh, there's no camera, but you know what I mean. Uh but yeah. This is the last one I'm recording at home until I mean, the plan is Jan or this not even December, November. But I mean, that's if everything goes October. right. Yeah. yeah, probably like mid late October at best. Yeah, and even my, that. My day. guess is by Columbus Day. Oh my god, that would be man. By Colum, the reality of that is terrifying. I mean, you know how college kids are. I know how college kids are. Everyone knows. There's no chance we're made. It, it it's just it, logistically, it makes no sense. Um, 
it's um i mean that's like like late early i guess like it's i guess you could call it mid october it's like it's like october 13th or something like that that's uh, around when columbus day is um man that would mean we only last i mean honestly that mean for us we almost got two months almost not quite but we almost got two months Honestly, not even that bad. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's like, you know, if we're lucky, we'll make it that long, but there's no I way knows, we're going to make man. it to Thanksgiving. I, I highly doubt we make it to Thanksgiving, and I'm not even talking just school. We might be fucking dead, but hey, I mean, man. shit, man. God's plan. So I gotta get a fucking COVID test done before I go to school. Like I gotta go. Have you to, never been tested? I haven't. I get. I got screened for work every day, but I never got I'm tested. tested. Yeah. So like I, I'm gonna have to like go in to an urgent care center or something like that, and I have to get tested with it because how Rhode Island is, the cases spiked because because we're opening up, people from out of state are coming in. And like you know, going to the beaches and everything, and that's spiking the and that's spiking the cases up. What are your cases per day? Rhode Island's cases per day is lived. They had fifty three today. That's been spiking though. It's been not. I'm yeah. It went to like one thirty. Jesus, this is like they never even Rhode Island never. It's like it's a whole other fucking planet. Actually, that death rate's pretty bad, though. It's up, it's up above 5%, right? Yeah, you had 19,000 cases and 1,000 deaths, which is actually pretty bad. Yeah, so that's like a 5.3% death rate. Uh, I believe the cutoff is 5%. So, like, you know, states that are, like, in the not in the clear, but, like, handling it better, those are the states that are below 5%, and they're all in the Northeast. God, it's like man. Massachusetts, Connecticut, fucking New Jersey is doing better than us. I guess on a death rate, yeah, but cases wise, you guys are honestly pretty fucking well, that's, good. That's because we're a small state, so there isn't much. There isn't many people to get. You never cases. even you never even went above five hundred in a day. The highest was four nineteen, I believe. Four nineteen. That's yeah, a honestly, fucking great day for ninety percent of the fucking nation right now. Well, you know, it helps that ninety percent of the nation has like you know, eight to ten times the population we do. Yeah. But still. Yeah, but no, I gotta. I'm gonna get my test done. I have to get it done within three days before I go back, and that has to be negative too. So, you know... Yeah, if you're positive, I'm sure they will If I'm positive, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Because there's no chance I'm going back to school if I'm positive. Yeah, no. Definitely not. I mean, I get... Well, I guess I know what I am doing. I'm going to be sitting here doing remote learning for at least two weeks. But, uh... Yeah, until you... Is it going to be consecutive negatives? I'm assuming they would... I think it has to be consecutive negatives... Within 24 hours of each other. Right. <clears throat> Dude, how it's... fucking wild would that be if it turns out I had COVID, but I was totally asymptomatic? 
that would be terrifying, actually. Yeah, it would be. It would be pretty fucking um, scary, actually. Do you have to get Do you have to get COVID tested for where you're going? I don't know, actually. Because you're going to school in Ohio, but you're coming from New York, which is an alright state. Well, New York, at, I mean, New York's cases are like at seven thirty. Yeah, but the death yeah. rate's way down low. Like they're below the five percent threshold. Yeah, I think at this point. Um... Well, I see, like you see the map of the country, and like the most of the northeast states are green, which means well, like, good. I, but... but then there's Rhode Island, which well, is the only red state in the northeast. Well, that's my thing. Is like. I don't understand that. Why would death rate in a state matter? I'm not, I mean. I don't know why. If I'm leaving that state, I don't see why that death rate would matter. Maybe someone could explain that to me. I, I'm failing to. Um, hey, any of our, if any of our listeners happen to be health professionals. Um... I would think the cases matter. Or at least if you're going to be moving to a different state and staying there, I would think the cases matter. Yeah, you would think so, and that would make sense, but, like, I don't know. I actually don't know why the death rate's being used as the, the cutoff. Yeah, it's weird, because I feel like death rate would be more of an in-state problem than a, you know, leaving the state problem. I guess, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. But, um, I'm I'm terrified, but you know what? God's plan. If I die, you know, that's what happens. Yeah, it's going to be a great freezing cold that's, take when I'm fucking dead oh, yeah. in two months. Yeah, no, that's, I can't wait for this to end up on, uh, Funhouse. No, no that's going to be on bad COVID takes. <laughs> Except bad COVID. It's days. not a bad COVID take, because I understand COVID. Well, at least like you know, on yeah, level like everyone else takes does. Are like, I feel like the bad COVID takes are more like uh, the guy, like the Republican guys who say like, "Hey, coronavirus is just a hoax," and then they were and they die for the yeah. That's happened more than you would think. Actually, probably not more than you would think, but. I, more time. I, I would imagine. I know. I know at least two cases where it's happened. Yeah. But uh, no, nah, that one company wild for that. There's that one company turning point. USA, yeah. yeah. I, did we bring that up on this podcast before? I think. I don't think we did. The guy that like co-founded. No, nah, you know what? We never talked about. It. We never talked about it on the show, but we did talk about it. Just we were playing COD one night mm. and we brought it up. The guy who started Turning Point died from covid and like a day before he died from covid they posted a covid is a hoax meme now look i don't like you know making fun of people for dying but like that's just like i don't know have you have you seen game of thrones bryce no have you no okay well there there's a moment on the show where uh, someone says to his wife this is not the day that i die and he dies before going to a fight to the death that's that's guy. you already know and then dying I mean, you are. Yeah, you you should know at that point that if someone on a TV show says that that's not the day that they die, they're dying. That's the day they. That's die. over. Yeah. You can tell too because you you know who the mountain is at least, right? I've heard of the character. Yeah, he's going up against the mountain in a trial by combat. And uh, 
You know, the thing is, too, what, suck, what I hate about that clip is that the guy has the win, but he gets so cocky because the mountain killed his sister and her children. Oh. And he, like, tried to get personal revenge. But because he was being so cocky, he had him down and everything. And all he had to do was just finish him off. But he got cocky, and then the mountain kills him, makes his head fucking blast open. It's a really cool scene, but but I digress. Point is, if you're going to be cocky about it, don't get angry when people meme about you after you die. Um, How are you going to get angry about it if you're fucking dead? You know what? That's a good point. I miss when that's a really good. Point. I miss when America's bad days were thirty-five thousand cases. We had four. I miss when like we had forty-one the other day, and that was a good day. Forty-one hundred cases. No, forty-one thousand. Oh, you mean like total? Yeah, U.S. I thought you were talking about new new cases. Was like, no we had forty-one new? Th- no, we had forty-one. Imagine if we had forty-one thousand cases in one day. Uh, we did. That was a forty-one thousand in one day, like in new cases. Yeah. Wait. What? Today was fifty-three thousand. The Wait. the worst day was seventy thousand. That was um, that was in mid-July. That's what the numbers been looking like lately. Oh, I want off this ride, please. Seventy-four thousand actually. Wait, what? What was the worst day? No, seventy-five thousand was the worst day. And we're thousand people are dying a day. Oh my god! Yeah, we actually it's, it was it was it was twelve hundred today, but it was thirteen hundred yesterday. Yeah, yesterday was fifty. Oh my god! Yeah, I, I'd like off this ride, please. It's, it's not good. Yeah, you said imagine we had forty one thousand cases in a day. That was like the best day in recent memory. It was forty one thousand cases. It's actually almost 42,000. Jesus. Yeah, that was less than a week ago. Um, You know what's funny is, like, we shut down schools at... It was, like, when we hit, like, a thousand cases nationwide. It was, like... Yeah, so the day I got out was March 17th. It was 1,300. Yeah, it was, like, 1,300. And now they want to send us back, and there's, like, 55,000 cases a day. It's 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 good. I'm I'm scared yeah, shitless. I'm 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 just kind of done. I'm I'm, I'm over. The streets is the streets the streets is done, man. The streets is done. You know. On the bright side, oh boy! At least COVID's only been been like. At least we haven't had anything like, no threats of nuclear war or anything yet. Well, it's coming. I know it's coming, but I'm trying to nuclear war. Side. I mean, well, we already had that. That's how we started the year. I know that's how we started the year, but I couldn't think of any sort of comparison for like. So you know, we had like nuclear war, then the fucking murder hornets, bunch of other murder shit. hornets went away kind of quick. They came back. Oh, they're back now? Cool. Yeah, they're back now, and they're bigger. Oh, they're bigger. Okay. Yeah, someone found one, and it was like fucking mess. I mean, I let's like, see it survive this baseball bat, but whatever. Dude, motherfucker, it might start swinging the baseball bat at you. Okay, I'd like to see it try. I mean, I'm, I'm sorry, know, but, like, I'm just different. Like, I don't know what you want me to tell you. 
see some murder horror and try to swing a bat at me. Like, all right, buddy. I'm just, I'm just saying, man. These murder hornets are kind of fucking units. Okay, they can be units all they want. Let's see it survive this fucking, you know, magnum to the face. I don't know. Homie pulling out the. I don't shots. have a magnum. I actually don't even own a gun. I don't know if I'd trust you with a gun. What? Dude, you might make a day trip, pull up to my house, and then no. Goddamn. We in a pandemic. I'm moving farther away from you now. Okay, well that's that's a rude way of saying it. I, I mean, I'm just saying it on the logistical <laughs> level. I know, I'm just fucking around. And I, but, I, uh, I wouldn't kill anybody. I don't have the capacity. I don't think some people that some people know they killers, but I, I, I'm not. That ain't me. Anyways, you're not gonna even back me up on that. Like, I mean, God, <laughs> this is going beyond the bit at this point. Like, anyways, before this goes into a, it's it's already hit a tangent episode. We actually have sports to talk about, believe it or not. We just decided to talk about well, it for some. It wasn't nothing. It was something, but it wasn't sports. So. Um, so yes, sports are still going on even as America reaches 5 million cases of the coronavirus. Um, sports are still going, (laughs) but not for these people. These people have decided sports is not going for them this year in the NFL. That was a good, that was a good segue. It wasn't your best, but it it was was like top 28. I don't know if I can name 27 others, so... (laughs) There, I'll say it's there's been higher, some legendary but... ones. There have been some so, Um We're going to go off the big names that have opted out. Like, uh... Yes. Uh, would you consider Marcus Gilbert a big name or no? Um, because he's with Arizona, mm-hmm. right? Well, we brought yeah, it up. He's their yeah, he, he opted out. He's a starting... He's a starting tackle. I think that is kind of a big one for Arizona, especially a team that's like, I don't know if they're trying to compete yet, but they've got some. <laughs> I just want to say, there's a free agent that opted out. I'm like, bro, you already opted out. The NFL teams already opted you <laughs> out. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to name that player, and I apologize if he does listen. He doesn't, but I will apologize if you, if anyway. You do, if you do, come on the show. <laughs> we'd love to. Uh, we'd love to clear the room. Um. Maybe try to get you on a team. So we got the big names that have opted out. We got Chance Warmack opted out. Uh, Marquise Goodwin opted out. Josh Dockton yeah. and CJ Mosley as well have opted out. Uh, right. Yeah, uh, Marquise Goodwin, he makes sense. Yeah, he explained why. He he ex- I mean, everyone's explained why. Or, well, I guess Dockton. Not that they need to, ex- not that they need to explain why, but like. If there was someone who I think would like, yeah, that's a given. Be good one. Uh, it's it's Marcus yeah. Goodwin. Uh, the Giants had three people opt out. None of them good at football. Uh, Sam Beal. What? You're not De- talking about lockdown corner? Sam, Sam Beal, Damari Scott, and Sam Beal's okay. I was just kidding. And Nate Solder, which thank you, the Lord above. Um, oh, I didn't see it. Solder opted Yes, out. he did. That one might make sense too because you know he had cancer a while ago and 
you know, people that had cancer are at higher risk of this, so that makes um, sense. The Patriots lost a lot of people, but the big names were uh, Patrick Chung and Dante Hightower. Uh, Which, uh, you know, losing both of those guys sucks, but, like, it's not like they're not replaceable. We drafted two linebackers this year. We drafted a strong safety this year. I'm not too concerned. Uh, the Vikings lost Michael Pierce, which I think he just got there as well. I think he just signed with Minnesota this past offseason. I believe he's he did. good. Yeah, because he Michael Pierce, he was with uh, Baltimore mm-hmm. last season, so yeah, he did just sign with them. Um, the Dolphins lose Albert Wilson and Alan Hearns. Um, or not, I'm not naming everybody, but a lot of yeah, most teams did lose people. The Saints actually lost uh, their offensive tackle, Lucas, not saying it, and uh, Damian Williams. Damian Williams is a big one, but they did draft a running back in the first round this year. So, Right. The Texans lose Eddie Vanderdeuce. Is it Deuce or does? I don't know, but they lost him this year. Green Bay Packers lose Devin Funches. I have no idea how they're going to function um, without Devin Funches. May as well chalk him up for three wins this year. I'll be generous and chalk him up for four. You know, I mean, their schedule isn't all that tough this year. They get a couple of gimme games, I think. I think I think four and twelve is reasonable. The Lions lost John Atkins and Geronimo Allison. I didn't even know they had. Um yeah, I think he just signed. Yeah, he had to have. The Broncos lost Juwan James. Uh, That's a big the one. The Cowboys didn't. They lost some people, but nobody huge. The Browns lose Colby Gossett. They lose three O-linemen. Actually, they lost four O-linemen and a defensive lineman. Um, Baker going to be running for his damn life out there. Uh... Bears lost Goldman for the year. The Bills actually bullied Trey White to not opt out. He was going to, and then the fan base said, no, you're not. He's like, you write LOL, and he decided not to opt out. Yeah, that was an interesting decision. I saw the tweets he was making. I figured he was going to opt out. and then He got bullied. Then Schefter says he opts Yeah, he got bullied. And the Ravens lost uh, DeAnthony Thomas and Andre Smith. So that's really everyone big. I mean, we'll see. I mean, I'll be honest with you. I'm skeptical about the NFL playing at all. Yeah, I, I'm going to be honest. I'm not really sure how well this is going to work out. Oh, it's not going to work out well at all. I think we know. I mean... We, we've talked about the bubble before. The bubble works. NBA is doing fine right now. The NHL is doing fine right now because they did the bubble. MLB's having issues right now because they're not doing the bubble. NFL's not doing the bubble. So why would I mean, the NHL and NBA have been perfectly fine. Um, NHL and NBA have had no problems with their bubbles. At least to my knowledge. Um... As far as I know, the biggest issue with the bubble has been the food, which has led to their its own set of problems. But 
no new yeah. cases. I mean, I mean, that's the main thing. It's just, it's just odd to me. It really is just odd to me that I, <laughs> I, I just can't believe the uh, lack of anything from some of these leagues, like the MLB. <sighs> I, Jesus, man! Now that you see the Cardinals have to play like fifty-five games in fifty-one days because of this shit. Yeah, they're doing. They're playing literally just a bunch of games back to back. They're doing like six or seven double. Like that's games. just absurd. I don't know how that. I don't it know is, how it's gonna work. It isn't gonna work. Shouldn't have gone to the casino. <laughs> Shouldn't have started the season. Well, they should have bubbled it, man. Uh, they really just should have bubbled it. They could have totally done it, too. Like, it works, clearly. We're watching it work right now. Like, that, it clearly works. It's just frustrating. I, I, I just don't understand why they why they wouldn't do it. I don't know. I really don't know what the appeal of playing with no fans in your home stadium was. Like, there's there's no way both sides, at least one of the sides, didn't think, hey, maybe the bubble would be a good idea. My guess is, I think the players said they wanted a bubble, but the owners didn't because of the money. I just... To me, it's crazier that you, as as commissioner of baseball, you literally watched like the NBA and NHL develop very public plans with the bubble, and you just sit there and say, "Nah, not for me." Well, my guess is that's because the NBA and NHL have commissioners that actually like their respective sports. I think. That I mean, maybe it was because. I mean, this is a bad excuse and a bad mindset, and I don't agree with it. But maybe the thinking was the NHL's not, and NBA didn't bring every team to the bubble. So, yeah, but that's a bad excuse because those teams are all from different areas too. Or maybe, maybe it was because it's harder to find baseball stadiums and, you know, hockey arenas and basketball courts which is true I mean but you the, still could have found yeah, a bubble like on the east you could have done it like so you have the east so they're doing east central and west and they're keeping it contained in that so you know in the east take them up to new york because you got the yankees and you have the mets which are relatively close to each other you go to the central go to chicago because you have the cubs and the white Sox, and then go to the west LA. you can use both the LA stadiums, and if you need a third one, go to San Diego, which is literally just south. I feel like there should have been... I guess, I mean, I don't know if that's enough, because look at how many NBA games they can get in a day. Like, they can get in a ton on, like, a few courts. I mean, baseball... Baseball game. That's the thing about baseball. It's longer. The field is massive, and it's harder to just like. It's just harder to fit that many games into the day. But the thing is, also, they could have 
I mean, you know how they do Little League. They could have fucking Little League'd it, cut the games down a few innings, and fucking... I mean, that's what they're, that's what yeah, they're double doing. Header, they're yeah, double headers are seven innings. How does that, how does that work if they go extra? They just keep zones? playing, I guess. I don't I mean, know I guess that would be how they do yet. it, but... I mean, I don't know either. But... They they just could literally get to fit in as many games a day as possible, and I mean optimized how many fields they can use and hell even play some morning games. It could, but that's not what they wanted to do. Which you know it doesn't make any sense. They could have totally done it, but whatever. I don't know, man. It's crazy. We have we have be- we have good ideas, but they don't listen to guys that just do podcasts for for their free time. Wow, it's crazy. They're not taking advice from people with no experience in this field. They should. They should be because they should be taking advice from fucking somewhere at the least. I mean, honestly, if we have sound ideas, why aren't you listening to us? Logistically, I want to see logistically what makes wrong, what what's wrong with any of our arguments here. Um, nothing what's, moral. I'll tell you that. There's no moral issues. Logistically, what is wrong with playing a morning game to get a few extra games in? TV team. TV deals. With the bubble. You can make the TV deals work. You might not. You might have to flex some things around, but you could make it work. I mean, it's just it's just money is a big factor. They, I just don't think they were able to convince the people paying the league that you know they could bubble. I guess, or maybe it was never even brought up in the first place. Who knows? Who knows? Well, I think we've bitched and moaned at the MLB enough. Um, do we have well, anything else to talk about? We've certainly bitched and moaned about the MLB quite a bit. But you know what, man? Maybe they should start doing shit right. They should. They should start doing things right. Um, How do you feel about the uh, NFL season? Like, let's say it plays out, right? Hypothetically. I don't think it is. But let's say it does. How how do you envision? Actually, you know what? No, sc- scrap that. Scrap that. Because that's that's just you know that's just picking at things that don't exist. Let's talk about how we feel about the baseball season from each of our teams so far. Because I'm sure you're going to have a right. funnier answer than me. I don't know how funny it's going to. Anger's be. funny. You see, the thing is. Alright, so I guess I'll go first then, because we're already on it. I was angry at the start yeah, you've of the season. Up. I've just I mean, up at this point. What are you, four and eight? Happens. Yeah, you're four uh, and eight. Yes. Well, I mean... Four and eight, and I think we're beating Toronto right now, so we might be five and eight at the Yankees end of the lost one nothing today. That was crazy. 
Yeah, I saw that because Tanaka had a everyone pitched game. pretty fucking good. It's just a you know, give up two hits and you lose. I mean, it's annoying, but you know, it is what it is. Yankees are. I'm I'm happy with how, what I'm seeing from the Yankees. Um, they're doing good. They've actually they've hit 24 home runs in what 13 games. You're scary. That's that's a lot. Um. Honestly, I'm most surprised uh, with the Astros. I mean, they look very mid out of the gate. They're six and six. Um, Altuve has looked specifically horrid. Um, Crazy. It's almost like they don't know what pitch is coming. It's almost like not knowing what pitch is coming. Well, it's like is it's like no one else has said that before. I don't think we ever brought it up, but that Joe Kelly incident was hilarious. Oh, it was, it was so hilarious. funny. And now you see why I like Joe Kelly so much, he's, right? He's mid. He's a mid pack. He's but... not. He's a he. He's a decent at best pitcher when he's on, but like, he's such a fun guy to have on a team. I love a guy that give a shit. taunts like he's Cy Young and pitches like he's fucking. I don't even know who's a mid-tier pitcher. Pitches like he's Joe Kelly. <laughs> Jeez. Nah, but I mean, that was just so funny. And the picture of him, like, fake frowning at the Astros. It's been memed like, so much. It is probably the best reaction picture to come out of 2020. I don't know about that, but it was pretty funny. I mean, what's been better? Reaction pictures? Oh, the fucking... The one we just got with the interview with the guy looking at the fucking paper. Oh, you know what? All right. That, that is, one's fucking good, one. good right, fair enough. You win that. You win. That was recent, too, though. That's that's a tough one to beat. Yeah. That was literally yeah. this week. It's actually more recent than the Joe Kelly one. That interview was amazing, is. by the way. It is very hard to sit through. You know how, like, sometimes when you see something that's just like, yeah, you gotta just stop watching it because you feel so yeah, you get secondhand embarrassment. Yeah, that's Mm. that. That's that. Props to the guy that was interviewing him, though. Props (laughs) to the interviewer guy. He was was so he's a trooper. The whole interview, man. What's this fucking name? I want to give him proper credit. I mean, he he ain't never looked at this. His name was Jonathan Swan. Jonathan Swan. Shout out, shout out, Jonathan. I would fucking love to actually. Yeah, I would love. I would love to get Sarah Cooper on a show too. She's hilarious. I fucking love Sarah Cooper. Miss Cooper, let's make it happen. Sarah Cooper's good. Dude, how the fuck are the Marlins? That's also very funny. Um, I think it's really just because it's just like, I think this is the perfect circumstances because it's like, it's so fucking weird. I mean, the Orioles won 11 nothing today against the defending champions, so. I mean, you already know how they how it goes. Yeah, the Nationals have been. Yeah, they're four and six. This has been just 
this has just been a really weird year for teams that were good last year and then aren't good this year and vice versa except like the you know the Yankees are still good the Twins are still good the A's are good but like the Cubs are on fire as well and the Rockies are fucking good but they weren't good last year Uh, and and the dot the and the Dodgers. Dodgers are nine and four. They're actually not even in the lead in the West right now. Yeah, they're half a game back from Colorado, but the Rockies are still playing. Right they now. are. They're, they're both in the top of the third right now. But um, oh, okay. I get what you mean. Like, it's just weird. The fact that they're even playing baseball is weird, dude. Balt. Dude, if you told me that like, it before COVID happened to that in the year two thousand and twenty. That Baltimore and Tampa were both tied for second in the AL East. Not. Well, not no, I'll, I'll rephrase that. If Baltimore and Tampa Bay were tied in August of 2020, I would have thought that the Rays yeah. had like a terrible year. Like, all their pitching staff got, like, you know, just tore everything in their body. Their hitting went cold. And, you know, Baltimore's young guys just started to heat up. Imagine, imagine if I, if January me told you in August that the Miami Marlins would be the in first place in the AL East in August. <laughs> imagine if I told you that in August the Baltimore Orioles would be three games back of the Yankees. I'd be like, I'd be a little nervous. Right? Um, what? What did you say? <laughs> oh man! Mentioned here in August that the Astros were five hundred from June, like at least you know you know what I meant. I'd be like, I'd be really? It's fucking great. It's weird. These are these are odd times. Dude, if you if you told me in January that the Red Sox in August were going to be <laughs> the Yankees for first place, I'd be like, "Fuck yeah, good shit." But it's bad. No, we're we're actually that's that's bad. You know, I will give the Red Sox credit though. Some guys on the Red Sox that I weren't I wasn't crazy about, they're actually showing up this year, and they're actually at least performing, even if we're you know. Not going to compete at all. I'm glad Pilar's, that at least some of the guys. Pilar's are going on. So like, Pilar, why the hell isn't Pilar? I thought he was. In the lineup? I think he played every it game no against sense. the Yankees. No, he's not. I think he did, and he should continue to because he's. Yeah, this is like his best hitting year ever Just so like, far. You know, okay, and. Even then, you should also be putting Alex Verdugo. I would think the guy game. you traded for. Uh, you traded your superstar for would be in the lineup every day. I don't get why Ben Attendee, who is two for 29 this season, is getting more plate time than Verdugo. I just don't get it. It's, it's odd. I won't lie to you. Their lineup tonight uh, featured Verdugo. But uh, no, no Pilar in sight. 
literally my ideal lineup would be like you have Pilar lead off or something like that. And then, you know, go Bogarts, Devers, who's been a disappointment so far, but whatever. Batting third, um, oh, so Devers. Then J.D. Martinez, who, <sighs> slightly less disappointing, I guess. And then, you know, like fifth, um, I guess like Moreland. Moreland's been showing up decently enough. They need to play him more. Though. They, uh, I remember I watched some of the... Yankee Sox series. Dude, that... Oh, my God. That fucking nuke from Judge to give us the lead. The bottom, the bottom eight one. A bunch of times. Where he fucking sent it like 480. Oh, yeah. That was insane. Yeah, yeah that was a loud one. Dude, is it me or are baseballs traveling way through this season? I think to make up for... No, COVID, I, I think... think I, you know what I think more. it is? I, I think... Know. I think, honest to God, I think they're easier to track this year because there's no fans. Because, like... I don't know. It just... It feels like they're getting launched way further. But, I don't know. I just don't... You don't... I don't see that many home runs going, like, you know, three rows back. Everyone looks like they're going, like, 20... There's been some bombs hit this year. Stan, the start of the season, hit that, like, 465. Um... In Nationals Park. Judge really hit that one. Um, Judge has hit a ton. I'm, I'm just like, I'm just happy we've seen production from Stanton. Because I feel like ever since he's been here, he hasn't really done that. Yeah, but he looks good. He looks really good this year. Gary and Glyber look horrid. Um, uh, JT Romuto being a free agent next year. (laughs) Got me acting up. Um, Yeah, yeah. Gary Sanchez might be the only batter in MLB who might be hitting worse than... Glyber hasn't been good either. Um, DJ has been literally insane. Um... He's hitting like four fucking thirty. Um, I'm just happy with the Yankees. Sometimes the pitching isn't there. Sometimes it is, but yeah. Outside of like the occasional Tanaka game, and then Garrett Cole, your starting pitching has been very. Short. Uh, yeah. I mean, Paxton has had bad starts. I know. I know I'm not much of one to talk to. You literally have zero starting pitch. Outside of, like, Nathan Avaldi. Avaldi is our only good starting pitcher, and even he's a question mark, because for all we know, he might have, he might get his third Tommy John surgery. Just Man, can you imagine having three of them? I yeah, I guess. Because I know people are making a big deal out of him getting his second one. But like a third one, I can't imagine that. Um, Otani as well this year. That's another Tommy John that we've looked at. He has looked awful on the mound. He's probably not pitching any more innings for a long time, if ever again, because he just looks so bad. Yeah. 
I don't know. I mean, Otani has looked significantly better as yeah. a player than a pitcher, anyways. So well, maybe it, as it might fun be over. Yeah. As it was. Well, that was the thing. Everyone gassed like him up when he was coming in. He's like, oh, he can pitch really well and hit really well. He's uh, he's, he's definitely not pitched very well ever. And he's um he's a good hitter. But the pitching isn't there. People were... I mean, people were shamelessly... I'm sorry to talk over you, but people were shamelessly saying he the next Ruth. I mean, even Ruth gave up pitching eventually. Yeah, Babe Ruth didn't... No, he... No, he... Okay, he did... He pitched a lot. Like, he was a big... Like, that was his thing for a long time. But... No one, no one sits there and remembers like, oh yeah, I remember Babe Ruth starts. No, you don't. When you think of, when you think of Babe oh, Ruth, you're not thinking about his fucking ERA. No, you're thinking about how he, he was the first home run hitter. All day. I promise you, no one, no one remembers Babe Ruth for his yeah. fucking like. What? What? Let's look up Babe Ruth's ERA. What was Babe Ruth's ERA? I, I'm going to give you the answer to this. Babe Ruth ERA. His ERA was a 2-2-8. Now, that is good. That is good. Which, that's really fucking but, good. But, okay, the era he was playing in, not great. I mean, he stopped pitching... So Babe Ruth pitched for about he pitched consistently for about seven years. Um, well, consistent he pitched consistently for about six. There was a year he threw three hundred twenty six innings, and he gave up. <laughs> uh, that's that I, think, I want you to consider. I want you to consider this, right? And they went the full game. So he gave up how many home runs? Let me count this: two, four, five, eight. He gave up eight home runs. Let's add this up. Maybe we should remember Babe Ruth's pitching, because I'm going to add up these innings, and it's going to be disgusting what I tell you. Hit the thumbnail. You won't believe these numbers. Uh. Uh. How many? So in 1,165 innings uh, estimated pitch, that is a rough estimate, he gave up eight home runs in 1,165 innings in in his, like, prime pitching years. That is unimaginable uh... today. Like, literally unimaginable. (laughs) Yeah, and his opponents, they're betting 224. Yeah, man, he was him. locking That's... down those fucking World War One veterans. Oh, man. All right. Well, maybe that's the point of this episode. Maybe you should start remembering Babe Ruth for his pitching. Because if he had those fucking stats today, he literally wins Cy Young every, every year. Like... 
Yeah, those, those are like your MLB The Show numbers, which I don't even think they're that. I don't even think no, those the right I, way to describe it because I'm sure the my 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 The Show picture numbers you. were definitely better than that. But I mean, <laughs> oh, I mean, right, I had 400 right. plus strikeout season, but I mean, whatever. Anyway, uh, I think we could wrap up anyway. episode 104. Alright, thank you for reminding me that this was episode 104. Oh, this is I was really about to say episode 103. <laughs> thank you for listening. It is, one, it is 104. What? what was this? Unless we fucked up. Yes, like, let's think about that. Imagine if thank we you. fucked up like 20 weeks ago. <laughs> it's actually like one higher or one lower. Dude, this is going to keep me up tonight. I don't think we did. Alright, thank you for listening to F... Thank you for listening to episode 104 of I'm Walking Here. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at IWH Podcast. You can follow myself on Twitter at Ian Cusick. That is both C-U-S-I-C-K. You can follow Bryce on Twitter at It's Beerizz, I-T-S-B-R-I-Z-Z. Thank you for listening. 